Yes, sir. We hear one more. One more. Just different. Episode 66. Yo, I don't know what it is. It's probably really grown up Christian, but there's something about them sixes that just never hit. Like, never sit right with me. Like, <laughs> every time. It man. never sits right. Like, I was thinking about it last week. I'm like, oh, then we had episode 65. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, should we, we probably should skip over 67, bro. I'm like, we probably saying. go straight to 67. Like, oh, I don't even know is. how I'm feeling about it. You ever, like, got a transaction at the grocery store and then they come out to, to the sixes? <laughs> what, the three? The three? Yeah, I was like, ah, I'm like, nah. Not the triple. The triple's crazy. Let me get a pack of gum to add on to the <laughs> transaction, bro. Has that happened to you before? Yes. Bro. That's nuts. That's crazy. Wait, hold on. You paid. Oh, I was thinking 600 I was like, you ain't never nah, got the purchase I got like money that. like that. Nah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I meant $66 and uh, six cents. Right. Like no, that. something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's nuts. No, okay. I, I wanted to ask you how, you, how you feeling about this weather? Nah. And also, so for context, so... Last week, I want to say which maybe had to be like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. We live in Louisville here, like in the Midwest. And last week, there was a day, and it was about like, I want to say like 75, 80, which yeah. was like ridiculous. Like it, okay. I, it was given like summer, uh, summer 16. It was nice, bro. Like we was like riding, like windows down, like, yes. like control. The whole nine. Control. Bro. Like, like, like it, it was crazy. And then this past weekend, I want to say Saturday, we weren't here, but it, I, apparently it was snowing like the entire day yeah which was which was crazy too and then it's since then it's been like 30 and below like absolutely freezing crazy and then of course like in true midwest fashion today we step out we're coming here to the studio <laughs> and i mean we see the snow just coming Start down snowing man it starts snowing really bad but the weather i'm just not a cold type of guy so it's just a no for me but what, what are you thinking you don't you it's not it's not your I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I personally I don't know. Ah I, I can't I don't know. It it it's like a love hate thing because mm, Okay. It's different as you get older, of course. Like it just don't hit the same, like the snow and stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I feel like like today when I hopped in my car after like I got out of the cold and like it warmed up, I don't know. It's like it's I don't know that feeling that like after you're cold and you get like a warm like spot. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like that contrast yeah. or whatever. I like I I like that. Okay, I it, may, it makes mean. it feel like Christmas, like Christmas, You're right. like fall. Like, You're right. Well, that's, winter, like winter. That's fair. I just don't like feeling cold in the first place, though. That's just me. No, yeah. Well, your your the heat in your car don't work. <laughs> Why are we? Now we're lying to the to the supporters <laughs> and the listeners. Your heat don't don't be hitting like it mine. It just takes three minutes to warm up. This bro. faulty car. <laughs> you just gotta drive it for four no, minutes and thirty it takes seconds. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going on you. But you no, just you ready? Drive it for let's five get into minutes it. You ready? Seconds. You ready, right, bro? Let's get it. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks. Starks artist. You are now tuned in to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk about everything faith, life, and culture. We're back for another week, another day. Oh, ne- oh so Thanksgiving is coming up next week. Oh man. So it's about that time of year, man. About that time of year, Christmas trees going up. Some people already got theirs. So. I know they on it. Yeah, y'all let us know like which what you know y'all's tradition, what y'all got going on when y'all like putting the tree up. Talk to us. We this is our first Christmas living by ourselves, right, so, so I'm not completely sure whether or not what to do or. <laughs> well, I, I Jordan mentioned it last week that we should probably get a Christmas tree. Yeah, for sure. And I wasn't opposed to it, but it's just like, am I gonna go out my way to do it? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> So we'll see what's ha- see what happens, but hope everybody enjoys the holiday next week. That falls on a Thursday, so I should we drop next Thursday or mm. something just doesn't feel right about dropping I guess, Thursday. Yeah, but should we? I guess. You think it, I don't think it should be a problem. Yeah, it should be fine. I will. We'll but, figure it out. But yeah. we'll, so just be expecting that Thursday. But 
Um, yeah, I guess we're gonna get get into this one. Let's go. We're gonna hop right in. So Let's look, go. I miss the old me. I do. I miss the old me. So getting ready or like prepared for this episode, this was I want to say like a few, maybe like last week or really like a few days ago. We're like sitting down, we're getting ready to, or getting prepared to like write down the list of topics that we want to finish ending off the year with. And I'm kind of just like in this like funk and kind of block of like not really figuring like knowing okay like what can we talk about like what's the next kind of like move or step or topic that we can speak on and then i don't know i'm just thinking in my mind like dang like speak from like where you're where you're at or like where you've been like you know sometime this year like in the past and the first thing that comes to my head was i miss the old me man and like the the this is going to be different um a different conversation than what we did um i think it's episode 64 don't stay here yeah and it's because like this isn't necessarily about like being stuck or paralyzed by like old memories but like still being attached to old like habits or the past version of yourself yeah. so like when it comes to like old cycles environments uh and relationships that like no longer serve you you know because like I think we mentioned this one time before, but it's like, so how do you deal with the moments when you want to go back or you're mm. tempted to go back to the very things God delivered you exactly. from? Exactly. You know, like, you know, whenever that number, you should have deleted, you know, from your contact, but you're in a mode where, dang, you're trying to spend, you might want to spend the block. Right. You're thinking about yeah. sending that text. You feel what I'm saying? You know that the functions you, you know, you, you, you finally stepped away from. You just, but you got this, you, you're in this mode of like, dang, should mm. I slide this weekend? Should I go? You know, like what what happens really like in those moments? Yeah. Because sometimes, like even in freedom, bondage looks more comfortable, and that's, that's like tough. the that's like the the mindset or like that deception or lie the enemy wants mm-hmm. you really to give in. And the reason for that is, of course, like when you're living in your sin, you're not actually fighting it mm-hmm. at all, right? Like exactly, exactly. you've yet to step into like a righteous standard of living like to give you that conviction to know like when you're not living right Mm because it's like you're not you're not fighting anything because you're just sitting you're living in it yeah so whenever you actually like take that step to like give your life to god and like or make him order your life and like start taking those steps of living the standard that he has for you it's a fight right to stay Mm -hmm. free stay away from temptation the desires that you have um and sometimes like attempting to live righteous and holy to god like it can feel as if it'd be easier just to give into those things at times, right? Yep. I think it's because sometimes, like, the standard um, or that, like, that the consecration or, like, um, the know of God, right, of the things that he's yeah. calling you to, like, remove or restrict out of your life can get, I don't know, like, frustrating sometimes, like, yeah. maybe, like, even irritating in some, like, mm. seasons. And it's because, really, before God gives you the promise, he's always going to refine you to a person who can handle it. Most definitely. If that makes sense. Most definitely. And like that refinement process of him like molding you into like where he wants you to be and becoming more like himself, right? It's like that. It's like that's where the battle lies. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you like have any thoughts of like, dang, like, yo, I keep fighting, I'm fighting. Like, you know, this temptation and like, you know, consecrating myself and setting myself apart. But it's like, man, like, it was, you know, life is probably easier about like, ah, it looks real a good. A year ago. Right. You feel me? Like, yeah. man, about, you know, when I used to, when I used to roll with them, like it used to yeah, sing. You know? uh, but that's like, you know what I mean? That's like that lie, like I said, the enemy uh-huh. wants to give in your mind. Like, how do you deal with those moments of like temptation of like feeling back? Like, dang, like I miss, I miss the old me. I miss the old me, man. Yep. 
every everything you've been saying is I think I've been in this season right now in my life, and it's like it's like this like middle ground I guess you could call it where it's like like you said it's like you you've experienced the fullness of God and and that walk with Him, but there's also a part of you still kind of like you know that's drawn to who you used to be or like the things you you used to be able to get away with and and used to be able to do, and some God reveals to me is that in this mindset or in this place, I was serving God from a mindset of there's nowhere else for me to go instead of out of a mindset of there's no place I'd rather be. And it's like, it's like, and it's like you love God, right? But it's like with this like undertone of like, I don't really, really want to be here, like undertone of even like a resentment even. Um, but something that I've really been meditating on is like a question that has been getting me um, like out of this mindset and like helping me navigate through it is, would you rather be losing a fight that you never knew was happening or be fighting a battle that's already won? And you would think that's a no brainer, but I think for some people there's like hesitation there because like you said, there's a lot of comfort in, in, you know, where it used to be. And sometimes a change can look fun and the, and the, the prison can look like a playground. You know what I mean? But I think that ten, the temptation comes where what the enemy will try to do is convince us that the struggle is bad or like, you know, like when you feel like you're, you're going through a season where you're struggling and like, there's this, uh, like this fight going on, you think like you're losing. When in all reality, it's like the the struggle means you're winning. Because if all you can ever do is win, then all you ever need to do is fight. That's something I've been reminding myself of. Like with God, the battle's already won. So when you're in the struggle, it's not something you need to run away from. Or when you're in the struggle, it's not something that's bad. If you're struggling, you're winning. If you're struggling, it's good. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I... What do you mean by that? If the, the battle's already won. Okay. You see what I mean? So in this tug of war or when you're in situations where you feel like you're really like struggling, like fighting against like things in your mind or fighting against temptations, whatever the case may be, th- what the enemy tries to do is he wants you to put in the, he wants you to throw in the towel essentially and raise a white flag because he understands he he can only win if you're not fighting. That's the only way he wins. So if you, if you can only ever win, all you ever need to do is fight. So that's what I mean by that. And that's something that's helped me through. Like in terms of like, re- like wrestling and not giving in. Like I said, like when, in the, Moments where like you're living in sin, that's when you're not actually like fighting it or co- trying to overcome it. Exactly. So when you're in that moment of or in those stages, like obviously really walking with God for yeah. real, and actually like giving those blows, like to not like just give into that temptation and those pulls that are coming to you, mm-hmm. is when like you're taking those steps to really progress. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So give me an example. Um, an example. Uh, hmm. with anything. With anything. I guess, I mean, if you're struggling with, um, like, lust, for example, All right. right, what that you winning would look like you fighting back and not giving in to those thoughts and those temptations. You are winning. You're only losing when you stop fighting and the, and you're not and you're no longer in a tug of war. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's an example right there. You just can't you can't give in to it. You got to you got to wrestle with it. That's what you need to do. You got to wrestle with it. No. Oh, OK. Yeah. I got you. No, that makes sense, and I, and, I, and that's fire, and I like that, like that, just the idea of just that that wrestle and that, and that back and forth yeah. isn't necessarily meaning like, um, I think I saw um, Emmanuel Heke, shout out yeah. Church Boy Confessions, he had made a video and it said that um, sometimes it feels like the devil will be winning, but does that mean that God lost? 
because mm. he, he referenced J. Cole's first, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's that whole idea that sometimes, yo, like in this fight or me trying to like get away from this temptation, it can feel like, dang, like am I really even dang, winning? Am I, am I losing? Because these thoughts are here or these mm-hmm. desires may be here, but as long as you're continually to like move your 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 mind, right, or cast down those imaginations, exactly. those thoughts and those desires, keeping them captive, um, I mean, you're, you're, mo- you're moving forward. You're, you're moving forward, bro. Yeah. So I like that. And whenever I was thinking about this, there was something that really came to my mind. It was the idea that rest is always needed when you're carrying too much weight. Okay. And it's the idea that whenever we're in this process of like sanctification and God is really like refining us and like we're just going through like these trials to like, you know, discipline us more yeah. um, to where we need to be and the person that he wants us to become. I think sometimes we can forget that we're supposed to do that through his spirit rather than like in our own strength. And so we can get in modes where, you know, like if you've ever um, fallen into like some, some type of sin mm. or, you know, you just been in a moment where like, you know, you just, you just felt, felt some type of like test or gave into a temptation. Right. And after that, I guess you're like maybe in like too much shame or condemnation to go to God, right. getting your prayer, prayer closet or read. So, what you'll do is you'll start making like your own game plan and strategy for how you're going to get out of your sin. <laughs> right. So like you're going to be like, okay, like, well, like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to text like this person. Maybe they can be my account. Right, right, right. right. I'm, I'm just going to like, okay, I'm going to delete that app. I'm, I'm going to block that website. I'm going to uh, get off social media for a little bit. You know what? Like right. I'm just going to, um, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm going to just delete, delete that contact mm-hmm. or like, Whatever it is, we start, like, strategizing, like, on our own without ever, like, actually going to God for, like, his help or his spirit, right? Right. And so I think that's kind of almost similar to, like, you know, in this process of, like, him, like, cleansing us. I think we can have a tendency to, like, take the, like, the rag from him. Yeah. Right? And, like, you know what? Like, yo, like, I can, I can, I can do this myself. Mm. You know what? Like, you know, you fall into something. Like, you know what? Wait, I, I got it, guy. Like, let me just, it. like, let me get this. Yeah. Like, I, I know what areas, like, I, I need to hit, like, and to, like, clean mm. off. I, I, I got you. And... There, the problem with that is there comes a moment where like you can literally um there might be a spot you can't reach. You feel me? Like you Talk trying to, to get us. to the back. You Talk trying to get to you trying to get to that spot on your spot. I can't, you know reach. I can't, you can't reach there. You can't reach it on your own, you right. can't get there. And then this attempt, right? Like kind of like pulling all these together, like mm-hmm. you trying to reach to get these spots or whatever, you trying to like go on your own, making these game plan and strategies of like deleting this and moving moving that around, which is all necessary, right? Yeah, but without definitely. his spirit, like you know what I mean? You can't, it's it's not going to mean much. Like, mm-hmm. um, you need him to, like, ultimately get you through it. So I'm not saying those things are bad. Not but at all. doing it, like, through your own strength, mm-hmm. right, is something that is just something that you can't do. And so in, in this attempt to doing all of this, like, you're literally, like, getting spiritually, emotionally, and mentally exhausted, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. trying to do it in your own strength or whatever because you're carrying weight. Like, I always say that was, that was never meant to be yours. Yeah. It wasn't yours to carry. And so now, like, rest is inevitable, right? So rest is inevitable when, like, you're, car- you're carrying too, too much weight. Mm-hmm. And so in those moments where I'm trying to, like, carry this weight of, like, trying to, like, sanctify myself, make myself righteous and, like, walk into, uh, to walk this standard God's called me to, um, you're trying to, you're going to try to find rest. Yeah. And tired. so what I said was, since I'm already trying to clean cleanse myself on my own i'm probably going to try and find rest on my own too Mm. and i'm going to go rest back in the very thing i'm trying to get myself out of 
So it's a sense of like, oh, dang, like now you're like extending yourself, trying to like put on weight that was meant to be God's. So now you're spiritually like depleted, right? And now you need to find rest. And since you're not going to go to God, you're probably going to try to find that on your own Mm -hmm. in other places. And that's where this this comes back into like that I missed the old me. Like, dang, like, oh, this fight is too hard because you're doing it for like by yourself and through yourself. So now I'm trying to just go back to my old ways that were so comfortable Mm. because I never lent like heated his hand to help exactly. me actually get through what i needed to exactly so i think that mm. that like that idea of just like really understanding the fact that you have to walk with god through this whole walk thing with, with, with like with his spirit mm. for you to really get to like where you need to go because you can't do it for yourself and so sometimes like these moments can come from places of like exhaustion because you've been trying to carry the weight on your own mm. and you get to a point where it's just like dang well it was easier three years ago mm. before all this. Yeah. Right? Because you, you got too much weight. Walk with God. Mm. I like that. That actually reminded me, and that's something that he had revealed to me very recently, is that something that I was doing is, like you said, I was kind of like running with all these issues and stuff that I was trying to that I was trying to get rid of. And I was like kind of like chasing after God in a sense. But um, I was watching Tim Ross and something he had said is like, God doesn't want you to chase after him. He wants to walk with you. And I think some of us, that's what we're doing. It's like we're kind of like chasing and we're running when it's like God's like, oh, hold on. Let's like, let's just walk, bro. Like, Ooh. let's just walk. Like, walk with me. Why, you're you're running into who are you chasing. I'm right here. You know what I mean? So <sighs> who are you chasing? Who are you just, chasing? Let's just walk. Let's just walk. So that's something that he's revealed to me. And that's really blessed me and helped me so much. It's like, bro, like God just wants me, wants me to walk with him. And in doing that, that's where you will start to find your rest. That's where you will start to let go of the weight that you don't need to carry. Right. Mm-hmm. And like everything else will fall into line. So yeah, walk with God, walk with God bro. I like that's that. a bar. That's, yeah, that's and I was, um, I was also reading something else that helped me and blessed me was I was reading in Numbers 14, 4, right? And this was when the Israelite, Israelites, they were, you know, we know the story, how they came out of Egypt and Moses and God brought them out of Egypt. And this was the moment where they were thinking about turning back, right? They're looking at, you know, these enemies and all this, these trials and tribulations that they're going to have to face in front of them. They're like, eh, I don't know, right? And in Numbers 14, 4, it says, they said to each other, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt, right? Back to the bondage, back to the prison, right? Like we're talking about. And, um... The response from Moses and the leaders, it says in Numbers 14, 5, it says, Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua and Caleb, who were with them, said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey and will give it to us. So something that I noticed with that is like their first response to the people wanting to go back to what they were once in was reminding them of where they were going. Um, and I think translating that back to this conversation is that some, that's something that we need to do when we find ourselves in these moments where our past is looking real good, right? The change is looking real good, reminding ourselves, okay, like what, what am I walking into? You know what I mean? Like what, what am I getting though? Um, and something I was reading in, um, what was it called? Um, dang. It was a book. It was a book. It was called uh, The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. He says, um, we always picture the enemy as putting things into our minds when in reality, some of his best work is done by keeping things out. So some, most of the time, it doesn't start with you necessarily missing what you lost, but really forgetting what you're getting. I think with the Israelites, it wasn't even so much that they missed the, the, the prison. It was just that they were forgetting the promised land. I think that's really what it was. So sometimes that's the key. 
is 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 remembering what you're walking into. So yeah, I think that's something that you also have to keep in mind when you're going to these. That makes sense because I think it's it's a pretty common saying, but it's the idea that like people fear what they can't understand. Mm. And so sometimes like when you're walking with God and it the the future of like where he may be taking you or the more the abundance that mm-hmm. like it's promised that yeah. you know you should be walking into or or that at least should be coming isn't clear like that that may be fuzzy it may be like disoriented and you can't yeah. see it a lot of times like that creates like a fear and a panic mm-hmm. and so from that fear or panic i'm going to run back to what i always know exactly i'm always going to run back to like what is comfortable because i maybe can't see it as clearly clearly as i once did or at least want to in this moment yeah and so i think that's i think that's important to always like keep that in mind too because that could be like another reason yeah. that like maybe like provokes people to like mm-hmm. have that thought or like that temptation of like dang like it, it used to be better here just because of like you don't see that future you don't that see it. Mm-hmm. yeah because you don't see it and then there was uh something else that because i guess this conversation really reminds me of um I, people don't use i don't know if people really like use this term anymore i don't know as much like backsliding though Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't heard that in a minute. Have you? I really haven't. I, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. I feel like that's like old church. I, I feel like that used to be a hot word. Though. I'm saying. <laughs> um, and so I would, whenever I was thinking about that, or at least like the temptation to backside and go back, you know, go into those things. Yeah. I was just looking a few things up, and there was something that stood out to me, and it said that our desires and sins are intertwined. Sin always develops roots in the place of our desires. A person that indulged in stealing did not just decide to steal there was first a desire to do so therefore if you learn to be intentional in aborting desires before sin is conceived transforming your mind and living out a life of obedience backsliding will soon become a distant memory i thought that was good which is something i think we've hit on like just a few times before but the idea that like there's never a point where you just wake up and like just fall at all or like just you know like the, the, very very rarely like if there there's something that's always like premeditated and mm-hmm. in, in a sense yeah you know like there's always like they mentioned like that desire or that yearning yeah. that you always have first before you actually decide like to take an action mm-hmm. so i think when it comes to even this um it's always good to take the, i guess be like more proactive in it Right. And not just wait to like after the sense, like in these moments where, okay, you're feeling that like temptation, that pull, that desire to go back to this or to like, okay, run, run to them or or that environment that you used to be in. Uh, Like I said, aborting those like those desires as they come. So it's like it's not necessarily desire or like that temptation that is necessarily the sin. Like you mentioned, yeah. I guess it's really just picking back, piggybacking back on that point. It's whenever you act upon that. And so it's like, okay, when you get that thought, obviously from that point, as it talks about in the Bible, it's casting down those things. Casting it down. Right. As it comes, like initially, rather than just allowing it to like, mm-hmm. you know, consume your mind. And then like at that point, it's going to conceive like sin. Yeah. So I thought that was important. Just like at, at the initial point, a lot, like not even allowing it to like continue on because sometimes you can just rationalize like oh, okay and sit with it yeah you know what i mean like, like <laughs> oh it's not too bad to just think right. you know what i mean like, i just i wonder <laughs> meditate man. on that thing like what are you doing bro yeah like oh man i wonder if like dang it used to be nice and exactly it's nice but we just lit over Start there thinking bro. on it 
Yeah, I remember we used to go out, bro. Yeah, we was in the club, bro. Like, man, I remember like, yo, I used, man, to hit, I used to hit shorty like 2 a.m. Oh, man, it was man. Like, matter of fact, I got saying? her contact in my phone right, right now. And now, just, like, it, let it, me just like go through these pictures with like literally. And then it builds at that up, point, bro. 100%. 100%. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I've been, hey, I've been there before, bro. I'm not gonna lie, but um, <laughs> I was looking up um, some statistics on like prison. Um, I was looking up statistics on. <laughs> I was looking up statistics on convicted. Spit it out now. My fault. <laughs> My fault game. I was looking up statistics on like convicted felons, and I came across oh, this like crazy man. stat. It says eighty-two percent of people incarcerated in state prison end up going back within ten years of their release. Um, I thought that was kind of crazy, and I can't one hundred percent, hundred percent say for sure, but I feel like in a lot of these situations, nine times out of ten, it was probably be because dang <laughs> it was probably because once they left right they well it could be nine times out of ten is probably crazy to say maybe not nine times out of ten yeah, i think no, one no of the one base. of the things it could be yeah is maybe they got out and they were surrounding themselves with people that were encouraging the same types of behavior they were doing beforehand you know what i mean and they weren't surrounding themselves around people who were pushing them to not remain the same right and to change so this is actually piggybacking off my last point in um in numbers I was talking about, right? You need a Moses. You need you need somebody who is going to remind you of what's in front of you, right? Cuz 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 sometimes you can tell yourself, "Oh man, like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm fighting a good fight, but you know, this is here, this is here." But sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes you need somebody who's going to hold you accountable and who is going to remind you of what's in front of you. Right. Someone and, and someone who's unfamiliar with the comfort of your change, because understand Moses wasn't in bondage with with the people in uh, people in Egypt. Egypt. Talk. So you need Talk. to you need to surround yourself with someone who is not familiar with the comfort of your change, because I know something that we try to do is we try to find accountability of people that struggle with the same stuff, the same stuff we struggle with. But I feel like that's not going to work. You got to find somebody that that's strong where you're weak. You know what I mean? So that when you're weak, they're like they don't cut you no slack. Like, nah, bro, come on. Like this is over here. So. You need to surround yourself with, with a Moses, right? Several people, one person, someone who is going to remind you of what's on the other end, someone who's not familiar with the comfort of, you know, your bondage and your chains. So who can see it even when you don't. Mm. Yeah. You need a Moses. When you lose sight of it. <laughs> when it's you, blurry. Fact. You, you need, need a Moses. One. You need one. You need a Moses. I like that a lot. That's <laughs> no, nah, you 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 teaching them kid. Yeah. You teaching these cats. <laughs> no, seriously, you need a Moses. And I would say that's one of the best things that I ever did. And it happened mm. for me kinda just naturally in yeah. a way, but say that again, not surrounding yourself with people who like understand the comfort of your change. What was that? Mm. Surround yourself with someone who's not familiar with the comfort of your change. Surround yourself with someone who's not familiar, who is not familiar with the comfort of your change. Right. Because like I said, like kind of earlier, even in this like a uh, game plan or strategy we try to make. Right. A part of that of like us rationalizing it or even trying to keep ourselves in it is going to somebody we know. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> They ain't going to really... I'm just getting this off my chest so I feel better, but I know they ain't really going to hold me to what we I'm saying. We love doing that. You know well, what I'm saying? I love, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put that on y'all. I've been I doing love. that all the time. So I'm just going to get this off my chest knowing the person receiving this isn't going to, like, mm. you know what I mean, hold me to exactly. it. Exactly. Or push me or challenge me in this, but at least I got it off my chest while I feel like, oh, that's mm. a, I'm now account being held accountable. Right. But, but that, that's, that was just a confession. 
but were they a Moses? Like you confess to him, but were they a Moses? Fact. So you need you need a Moses. Yeah. That's so far. That's important. So I, so what? Um, what was I about to ask you? What? How do you deal with this? How do I deal with this? How do you deal with this? I miss the old me. I miss the old me. I miss me, the man. old Jordan, bro. I think, <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me is honestly that that first point I made. I feel like for so long in my life, I looked at the struggle like it was a nuisance. I looked at the struggle like it was bad. I looked at the struggle like it meant I was losing. And lately, I've just been making sure I've changed my pers- I've changed my perspective. Per- dang. I've changed my perspective on that because, I mean, realistically, like I said, that tug of war, that struggle, when you're on God's side, you can only win, literally. Like, he, he's never lost. He's undisputed champ. No <laughs> losses, undefeated. So if I'm on this side, I can't lose. The only way I lose is if I don't fight. So that's definitely been the biggest thing for me. So, for example, when I'm having these thoughts of like, man, I miss the old me, um, I'm like, you know, juggling or like going back and forth between I, I want to stay here there's things I used to be able to get away with that I can't anymore um and I'm fighting that that tug of war between the two I just have to understand that although it's tough that fight just staying in it bro and eventually I'll get on the other side of it you know you because what happens is we see the fight and we give up and then we end up on the you know what I'm saying we end up on the wayside so you just got to keep you just got to keep in it and then that's something guys been highlighting to me you're gonna win Nine time, ten times out of ten, I was about to say nine, nine times out of ten is crazy. Ten, ten, ten <laughs> times out of ten, undefeated champ to nine, nine times out of ten is nuts. <laughs> ten <laughs> times out of ten, you're gonna win, bro. Oh man, that's the biggest thing for me, bro. What What do you feel like is your thing that really helps you with this? Uh, you're not supposed to ask questions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is an you interview that I have one game. <laughs> nah, I miss the I miss the old me. I miss the old me. I think it goes back to. Like where where else would I go, mm. you know? Because I think it is just having like a very real, transparent, authentic conversation with no one else but yeah. you, and understanding what life really was when you were there, mm. right? Like, there's been nothing that's brought like just real. Just look at it and ask yourself what has really brought you the most peace. Yeah. Right, okay, this 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 time that I'm in personally may be very challenging. I may be like being pushed to become a person I may not even want to be right now. But even in this refinement, even in this process, there I've never found more peace outside of this right here. This being with him, walking mm. with him in his presence, right? Even if it can feel a little more difficult than what the chains look like. There was no, there was there was nothing that can compare, yeah, to being with him, you know. That's so why I think it's like you like okay like the comfort, but at what cost? Mm, like let's be real, because it comes at a cost. Okay, a big like one. the chains, but you know what I mean. Attached to what bondage? You know, mm. like what like it comes it, it all comes at a cost. Yes, right. And so I'd rather him have my life. Than me give it to my chains mm, You know I, That's tough Like I'd rather I'd, I'd rather put my life in his hands Than it be in any other place I think it comes mm. down to Just really looking at God There's no where Because I've ex- You know what I mean Personally like I've like seen Like a lot of I've always tell people kind of I've just seen different Like I guess parts like of myself And experienced a lot of different things Like you know like 
you know, even be like before I came to God and after I came yeah. to God, like even like backsliding, going back into things. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, like there's nothing that compares. You know what I mean? So why would I ever? Where else would I go? Where else am I gonna go? But it comes bro. down to where, who's, where do you want your life? Like whose hands do you want it in? Mm. The gods, exactly. Your owns, your temptations, desires, bondage. Like who do you want to hold your life? Mm. You know. And I, I couldn't think of any where better else? or any other answer but Jesus. Where else am I going to go, bro? Mm-hmm. That reminds me of back when I was a kid and I used to want to run away from the crib because I was mad at my parents. Well, where else would you go? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no. Tell me I'm not the only one, bro. I would pack a bag, bro. <laughs> I would stare out the window into uh, the distance. Where am I going to go? Because although I'm mad in this moment, my, my mom cooked for me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the heat is on. I got the light. Where else am I going to go, bro? I got everything I need. Right here. That actually will preach. Some, and honestly, sometimes it takes you wanting to leave the crib. <laughs> to really to realize, realize that there's nowhere else. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it takes that. But yeah, that's reminding me of that. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cause I I swear I was really gonna leave the crib a few times. I'm not even gonna hold you. A couple of times, bro. Like I ain't ever really made it out the door. Ever. <laughs> I ain't ever made it out the door. No, that's that's a word though. That'll preach. That'll preach. Where else would I go? Yeah, we're gonna end it off that, man. Yeah. So look, we appreciate y'all <laughs> tuning in. Much love. We're gonna head and just gonna drop next Thursday. Hope you enjoy yeah. the holiday with your family. Um, y'all eat, y'all do y'all sting, all of that, man. You know what I just I was thinking about while you were talking. You about? There's 66 books in the Bible, so I guess this. <laughs> <laughs> you got, wait, you got a good point, bro. This EP isn't like you it's know, not that crazy. It's not 66 ain't that crazy. You're like, right, it's just bro. 33 times like times yeah, two or whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like because like three, 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 three. Whatever, right, 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 right. Anyways, right. but yeah, so <laughs> it's blessed. But anyways, stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love, much love.